welcome to Take It Home, a wrestling podcast. I am one of your hosts today, Zach Hilton, and you can reach us on Twitter at Take It Home Pod. We have a Facebook, Take It Home. We have a Gmail, Take It Home 757 at gmail.com. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, just go ahead and reach us. Uh, right now, I want to go ahead and introduce my co host. He is a former professional wrestler. He is currently improving at uh, some place down the street. Uh, it's my uh, good friend, Joey Leon. How you doing, buddy? It's good to be here, uh, Zach. <laughs> and that place is uh, the Push Comedy Theater uh, on Granby Street in Norfolk, Virginia. Oh, uh, yeah. Come, you, come and see some comedy stuff on Fridays and Saturdays, 8 and 10 p.m. It'd be fun. It's a blast. I've gone. So, I mean, yeah, you should too. A couple times, actually. Yeah, I've gone a couple of times. I've watched you uh, be a comedian of sorts. Uh, of sorts, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, 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 that's right. That's right. Uh, we're talking about wrestling here today, oh, yeah. uh, and I'm happy. I'm happy to be back on Take It Home. And I do just want to point something out real quick. I was thinking about it was probably about like four years ago when you and I did a guest appearance on a little thing called Your Wrestling Show. Yeah, and then uh, we we kind of joined the team and took over that. Oh yeah, and it was the four it was the four of us, and we did wrestling stuff, and then uh, you know rest in peace to that little thing uh, mm-hmm. called Your Wrestling Show, and then. Uh, we started doing some other stuff, and then that ended, and then now we're back to talking wrestling with each other. <laughs> but so it's kind of full circle. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I do. I do think we're going to get back to the point of doing commentary. Still, I think it'll just be once a month we'll do a commentary episode. But I mean, you know, with the way things are rolling, we should just you know, there's too much to talk about to not talk about it. If that makes sense, I agree. I agree. Um, so what we're going to do, I mean, they they basically have pay-per-views now like every two days, I think. And yeah, every two weeks there seems to be a, yeah. a, a pay-per-view. So basically I think we're at the point where it's just going to be reviewing pay-per-views, reviewing the week. Maybe if there's some big news that dropped, we'll do that. I don't really want to dive into like rumors and such, you know. But um, I say we just go ahead and kick this bad boy off and uh, get into the week of wrestling that we've seen. Let's do it. All right. So let's start with Raw. Um, The beginning of the show. uh, And mind you, people, I only watched the Hulu version of this crap. So, like, my Raw is 90 minutes. So Joe Leone may see more. Yeah, well, to that note, um, and we'll get into this, and I've been on record to say this too, Raw is not my favorite show since the brand split, split, like, at all. Like, you know, you watch the 90-minute Hulu version, Mm -hmm. I probably watch, yeah, that same Hulu version, I'm just fast-forwarding through a lot of stuff, uh, because I'm just not interested in it right so so okay yeah. we'll we'll just go ahead and like I'll, I'll leave the way on the raw stuff just what i think is the big points um yeah. so we start off with Cass. Cass comes out cutting a promo about um how we beat the crap out of enzo and all that jazz and that he's going to be the new face of raw and he's going to be universal champion like he really put on notice that he wants to be a main eventer and Weirdly, I like the idea of the promo, but I'm not going to lie. There were a couple of moments while watching it. I felt like he was uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Like he, uh, to that note, I mean, I think he's gotten progressively better since coming to the main roster, but we've always 
scenes, even since NXT, like him on the mic, mm-hmm. is, he's, he doesn't really always seem comfortable on the mic. So right. um, I agree with you on that. Like, I liked the promo. I liked that they did split the team up to mm-hmm. do something else. Because yeah. to me, it was kind of getting stale anyway. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I agree. I, I liked the promo, um, but at the same time, it was kind of like, eh, okay, I mean, I see you're trying. Right. So, you know, we'll see what happens. And uh, yeah, and I think really that's what it is, is that Cass is now in a position where it's almost like NXT. He's got to learn his place. He's got to be confident going into these things and into these promos because his matches aren't bad. Like he's a pretty decent big guy. Yeah, like he he does the big guy thing well. And I think as uh, I, as a heel bad guy, um, some other things could, could come out of that and not just being the trying to be a big monster white meat baby face type of type of character exactly and um from there big show came out because he basically was saying that i'm the biggest baddest guy in the yard and so big show came out and i'm going to be honest at that point of hearing well it's the big show i fast forward yeah yeah i I just don't get it i don't get i don't get why we have to keep this guy around um did they wrestle uh, they did not. No, um, like uh, Big Show got got some licks in or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then Cast uh, ran away. Okay, so maybe we're just setting up a Big Show thing at this point. I I would imagine. So, uh, what's the next thing? SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. Do so, you I mean, think you, we're going to get? Do you think we're going to get Big Show and Big Cast on? I guess we have to. They're both named Big. <laughs> I mean, it's they're both in big on the biggest show of the summer, right? So yeah, you know, and it's, and it's, it, it, it writes itself. It's it's also, I think, if I'm correct, an eight-hour show. So I think we can fit them in. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, this year um, it was eight. Last year they actually bumped it up to eight hours and forty-five minutes. Oh, this good. Year. Oh, good. Yeah. So well, they'll have that extra 45 minutes right there. Well, as long as it's, it, it's like uh, Cass versus Show with the name Big on a pole match, I'm in. Yeah. You, whoever grabs Big gets to own that name, Big. And yeah, so it'd either just be Show or Cass, depending right. on who wins. <laughs> um, the next thing I have that's pretty important uh, is Brock, uh, Joe, and Roman have a segment. and Yeah. Go ahead. No, uh, you please, you please. Give me your thoughts. I was say that um, I, I think it was well. How do I say? It? I like the segment, but again, been on record. I dislike Roman. Just I, I just hate. I just hate Roman. I don't like him. Well, I just don't like. I just don't like it. But well, the segment itself, I think, was well done. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, like you had mentioned in the Great Balls of Fire review, you know, could have liked a little bit longer main event with. Uh, Joe and Lesnar, right? Um, but I still like that segment of you know Joe was still intense like he always is. Brock is Brock, um, and what really what I don't like and why it just solidifies my opinion of Roman is the things that he does, like his facial expressions are like whatever he said to Joe, like he was trying to be funny, but it just didn't come off as funny. I was I just thought he was kind of a douche. Well, I thought the same thing. What what I found interesting about the entire concept was, you know, Brock and Paul obviously hold their own. Um, and when Joe came out there, because Joe to me is the quote unquote underdog in this main event feud. And like right. when Joe came out, 
you believed everything he said. You believed how his intensity was coming out. You believed that he wanted to call both of them little bitches and stuff like that. And then, and I know exactly what point you're talking about. And it's like engraved into my head when um, Joe was talking junk and it was coming out great. Roman just on the side came in and said, hey, weren't you the guy who lost last night? <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. And, and that totally, it totally like um, just negates what, what was just happening. It's like shitting on your opponent in the wrong way. Yeah, but it was like also like, good God, I hate you. I hate yeah. the way you come off. You do, you do not come off badass. You do not come off as a strong face. You're really just here. You know, it's like, I don't yep. understand. Pretty much, I feel like we're in an era, like, remember in 2005 when we had John Cena and Batista? I feel like we're yep. we're just getting Batista and we don't have a John Cena. I'll agree. Yeah, it's just... Um... Yeah, I I can't really put my finger on it why why Roman irks me so so right. bad, but I'm just it's he's he's just not believable to me. No. Just not believable in everything that he does. He's really not. He's really not. Um, but I like the segment. I think it I think it really sets up um where we're going. And I'm kinda thinking I mean, I know I didn't want to talk about um, rumors, but word on the street is that it's a four-way at SummerSlam. And let me tell you, please give me the four-way for the Universal title instead of one-on-one Roman Brock. And I just don't want to see that uh, one-on-one. I'd rather see that like multi-man match uh, at SummerSlam if the title's on the line. Yeah, I think the same thing as well. Um, okay, so from there, I go to Ms. TV. And I'm going to be honest, Joe, I'm, I'm frankly done with Dean and Ms., which really sucks because I've been high on heel Ms., and I, in this segment, it bored me. I'm, I'm going to be honest. It bored me even with Seth coming out making the save. I just I wasn't behind it. I'm glad we're moving on to Ms. and Seth. But, man, I'm just, I, I don't want to see Dean and Miz in the ring anymore. No, I don't either because, um, and I've been high on Miz for a long time since when he was on SmackDown. But, again, Dean and Miz wrestled like 800 times on SmackDown, and now they're both on Raw, reigniting that whole, like basically the feud never stopped from SmackDown going over to Raw. So I'm with you. Like, I'm just over that. I want to see something different. Um, and, with that, like it does, it kind of frustrated me because I was so high on this. Not that I'm not high on this, I just don't want to see that anymore either. Yeah, I just feel like it's today's John Cena versus Orton. Like everybody's just fed up with it. Let's just move on and get it done with. Yeah, and I mean, we can touch on that a little bit later, but I just feel like roster wise, like. Where are all the people? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it we have feels... so many. We have so many people that we could do things with. I just feel like we're not doing it. It's just same old, same well, old. We're seeing the same same matchups all the time, every single week. But anyway, exactly. um, really quick, uh, what do you think about the Miz Taraz? Mm, so, I like the idea of giving. So again, like we're talking about new guys in on, on the roster, like. I'm glad that they have some TV time and maybe we can, something can come out of that. Obviously they're not going to be like world champions or nothing, but 
um, having new people in the mix doing things, um, I, I I like the idea of it. I agree. I like the idea of having both Bo and Axel with them. Just, I mean, like, to me, Axel's a hard-ass worker, and he deserves to do something, so do something with yeah. him. So I know... Again, hmm? I was going to say, TV, TV time that they have, and then all of a sudden that can become something else. Either there's another tag team to throw into the tag team mix, which has also been kind of shallow. Right. Um, or, and I mean, just, again, having new guys having matches on TV, which can lead to feuds down the line. So Keep, I like it. Keeps it fresh. Keeps it fresh. Um, then we move on to Seth versus Bray. Um, I feel like this was a very solid match. I think that both of them have great chemistry together. It was solid. And then it ends with Bray leaving uh, with the Miz and the Miztourage coming in very shield style to attack uh, Seth. And then Dean comes out to make the save. What do you think? Um, so, I mean, again, they, I agree, Bray and Seth have a great chemistry. They had a really good, uh, great balls of fire pay-per-view match. Mm-hmm. I'm just really kind of over the let's do the same match the next night after a pay-per-view type of thing right. without any, like, without any, like, formal challenge type of thing. Like, there was um, no now, reason. I'm not, I'm not really on the social media a whole lot, so maybe they announced something like that on social media where Seth challenged them, but... I don't know. I'm just kind of over the let's just redo it the next night. Right. It's the stereotypical, okay, this was one of the big matches, so we're going to have a rematch, even though we don't need to have a rematch. And we just saw yeah. the match last night, so we're giving you the match that you could have saw last night for free the next night. Yeah. So I'm just kind of over that. But, again, it was, it was a good main event for, for Raw. And then, uh, again, with the Mistraj, Mistraj, sorry, at the end there. Mm. Um, so it, it does kind of uh, – it does kind of, uh, like we were just talking about, having new faces um, ending the show, and it's not just uh, Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman at the end of Monday Night Raw every single week. Right. Um, I got no more notes for Raw. The only thing that I wrote down, at least on the Hulu version, there was no Finn Balor. Like, Finn Balor had nothing to do. Yeah, he... Um, so Finn wrestled uh, Elias Sampson in the first match of the night. Okay, okay, cool. Like, so after after the opening segment, they were the second segment, and it was just it was just a win. It was a win for uh, Balor, but right. um, so yeah, that, they obviously cut that from from Hulu. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, the only thing I have with that is that um, I think it's cool that they give uh, Eli a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she'll be. In a couple of years, a uh, good, may, not main event, um, but like upper upper mid-card uh, player. He's He'll got be a good heat. hand. He'll be a good hand in the yeah. future. For sure. Uh, the Elias Sampson character I don't see as a world champion, but hey, you never know. Jinder Mahal became world champion, so oh who knows? Oh, Lord. Don't even get me started. Um, do you cool. got any uh, other notes? Been, been warm, yeah. Okay, cool. Do you got any yeah. other raw notes? Uh, I mean, just really I just like – the only note that I have um, is 205 Live, the Cruiserweight stuff. Okay. Um, I'm also just over that whole thing. Okay. Um, I feel like it's... It's a waste of time now. That just, that just rotate between Monday and then the 205 Live show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the idea that I thought um, is why don't we integrate everybody they're all on the same roster you know what i'm saying right. again you can have new new matchups and stuff like that so um yeah so i'm just kind of over the 
let's just have 205 wrestle 205 um, because we're seeing the same matchups all, all the time. time. Yeah, 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 I agree but, with you. Okay. Yeah, that's all I really got for that. Okay, well, let's move on to SmackDown real quick. And I'm going to be honest, I have some notes for SmackDown, but it's not as deep as Raw was, uh, I guess, because it's a shorter show. So um, the opening promo had AJ come out and he was uh, doing uh, open challenge, you know, like uh, some of the U.S. guys, uh, U.S. title winners have done like Cena and stuff. And Cena comes out to accept it. And they're right there to do the match, and then it's interrupted by Owens and Rusev, and they attack both men. Which I I, I think this opening segment, I mean, it's paint by numbers almost, but it was very cool that it seemed like you were about to get that match of the year candidate, um, John Cena versus AJ Styles. Yeah, uh, especially right at the top of the show, right on SmackDown, and. I'll be honest, I will watch AJ versus Cena all the time, every time, because yeah. they always they always put on a stellar match. So um so yeah, I was I was excited. I was like, Oh cool, that's let's get let's get this. Let's make this happen. Right. Um and then the obviously the whole little schmaz there, which ends up being the tag team main event. Right, right. Set up for that tag main event, baby. Um, my next note I have is uh, Xavier Woods versus uh, Jay Uso, which I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm digging this New Day versus Uso's um, program, especially with last week the rap battle. I don't think the rap itself was very good, but I do feel like there were a couple of stings that both teams laid in that I thought was like, okay, this is it's different, it's cool. So it led into this match, which, let me tell you, I find it funny because I think the match itself was like five to seven minutes. But what really made me laugh was I think Xavier at most did three things and got the win. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, I'm, I'm with you. The The rap battle itself wasn't necessarily, oh, my God, that was really good, but the the shots that they did took that were really did take that were really good um, was kind of blending our, our world of pro wrestling and then real life with right. some stuff. And then obviously people that follow things knew what that was. So, um, so that was, that was kind of cool. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I swear he did his, uh, when he did the elbow drop for the win, um, he might've landed a, a kick or like an elbow in the corner yeah. somewhere in between them. <laughs> so it was, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do at battleground, um, over, mm-hmm from what they did from, from last month. 100%. 100% percent agree. Okay. Um, what other uh, notes do you have? Like, what did the the women do? So, the women had a had a tag match. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say this one thing. I'm so over the five-way elimination match. Yes. Um, whether we're talking about Raw or talking about SmackDown, I'm just seriously so over seeing that. Like, I knew when they had their segment – where all the women are coming there, I was like, oh, well, I bet there's going to be an elimination match. And mm-hmm. sure enough, um, so they just had, they had a tag match, Charlotte and Becky uh, versus Natalia and Tamina. Um, and then Lana came out as well, because obviously she's, she's in that she's whole in thing. Mix. Um, she's in the mix. She's in the mix. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not not looking forward to it, because all of those women are really awesome. And then you have Tamina as well. Um, so... <laughs> But um, 
Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just over the elimination style of of match. I don't right. know how you feel. I I'm a hundred percent with you. It's like you know we have this full roster, and I get that we only have so much time, but like you don't have to fit everybody in there at once. Like there's backstage segments you could do with the girls that aren't working a match and then vice versa for the next week. Like I, I would rather have a match that I think tells a good story and, you know, gets me interested, which SmackDown usually does, but Mm -hmm. instead, instead don't give me a five way where there's good chance that something's going to go awry. And then it just gives me a bad taste in my mouth about these individuals. Yeah, and the, the funny thing is that once the brand split happened, SmackDown was really awesome with having, with all the women, there was like three different stories going on. Right. And then the last couple months, well, so the lead up to Money in the Bank. Everybody's then, intertwined. Everybody's been intertwined doing the same thing. And so, um, yeah, I hope they, after this, they get back to where they had, where there's different separate stories going on, which would be really cool. Um, cause I feel like SmackDown really does a good job of that normally, but, right. um, this, I guess we'll see, uh, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going from there, we have the main event, which is tag match, uh, AJ and Cena versus Owens and Rusev. And honestly, solid. I mean, it's solid tag team. I mean, all four of them, I think are great workers. I mean, I really yeah. do. And I think they are right now the faces of that company and I, or at least SmackDown side. And I, I was entertained. I really was. How about you? Yeah. I mean, uh, you're, you're not going to have a bad match um, with guys like uh, Cena and, and Styles. And then Rusev um, is obviously a great, great bad guy. Owens has, always since he since he debuted and has always been um a great deal so you're not going to have a bad match at all um and i i would agree like um obviously cena was there then too but 10 years ago when you had the, the those four guys the workhorses of smackdown um you know elevating elevating that brand i would say those are the guys and again i mean cena was there before right. <laughs> he's still there right. uh, but he's still doing his thing so um, yeah, again, just the main point, you're not going get to get a bad match. It's a go-home to pay-per-view, so, um, yeah, it was a good, solid tag match. My, um, my final two uh, notes for SmackDown. One, obviously, you heard me not talk about Jinder Mahal because I'm just not in. I, I honestly, it's one of those situations where I don't even, it's not, it's not even Roman Reigns like I hate you. It's more so, oh, it's Jack Swagger, I don't care. And so I'm just, I'm skipping gender. I mean, I'm going to watch, we'll talk about Battleground in a minute, but um, I'm going to watch the match just because it's my favorite stupid match of ever, uh, the prison Punjabi match. Um, But I just, I have no interest. And my other note is I love the Fashion Files, the the Breezango so hard and I love and that's what I keep talking about where it's like oh this tag team's very popular we don't have to have a match with them I mean we're we are running a TV product put them in segments so we always remember them yeah yeah um I I really adore the fashion files as well um and again I think that's a good spot to have them they're on TV every week doing segments or an interview or something like that um and that way 
you know, while you're trying to figure out where the tag division is going, right. um, you don't have to put them on TV and have them lose or, you know what I'm saying, or have yeah. anybody lose in a, in a tag team match. That's not um, the tag. You go into the main tag team feud type of thing. So, right. um, so yeah, I love that. Um, I am the opposite on, on gender. I do like that they took somebody and made a new main eventer for that mm-hmm. SmackDown brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, I can get where you're coming from with that because yeah, he was, he was a job guy for his entire career and sure. it just all of a sudden, like all of a sudden randomly you picked up that one win and then now he's, he's a world champion. So um, I can see that, that mindset. I do just like um, that there's a new um, guy to where it can, can be that, that heel. Um, yeah, I mean, I do like um, he had a match against Ty Dillinger, picking up a win. Um, so, I, obviously, as a champion, uh, you should be picking up some wins. So, right. that was good in, in my book. Um, and, yeah, the whole Punjabi prison match, I just absolutely love that style, that oh, gimmick yeah. match that we're going to talk about here in a minute. I mean, it's it's going to be a real crap fest going in there. And I get where you're coming from as well as, like, let's get a new guy in there to be the main event. I 100% agree. I just, I guess my feeling is, is that with that Jack Swagger feel, it's like, yeah, he is WWE champ. He is going to main event this. And once he loses this title... I don't feel like I'm going to see him. I feel like it's he's going to drop back to probably U.S. title, and he's going to end up being in a tag team, and then he's going to end up getting Zeb Coulter to be his uh, uh, manager, and he's going to be, uh, you know, <laughs> doing basically all that until he decides he's going to quit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think, uh, uh, this <laughs> Zeb Coulter comes in, and now all of a sudden they're the uh, Ind Americans. Yeah, Ind Americans. That's what we're going the to Indi- be. Ind Americans. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it is what it is. But um, I, I get you. I get you. Um, really quick, let's just uh, uh do a quick thing on NXT. What did you see that stuck out? I mean, obviously Bobby Fish is the big thing, but was there anything else that uh stuck out? Yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you uh take take heat on the the Bobby Fish thing. Um, the tag team main event for the tag titles, Heavy Machinery against uh, AOP. Um, I know we've talked about this before. I don't think it's been recorded on record type of thing, but AOP. Um, I've always looked at them like there's only one team that actually could have a good tag team match with them, and that was DIY. Mm-hmm. Um, they Heavy Machinery and AOP. I felt like had a really good uh tag team match uh and it was definitely a main event match for tv to me so um aop ended up picking up the win um but i was just i was just um happy to see that they it feels like they're starting to to get it to be able to work with with anybody and especially that's good being the champions they're always going to be the highlight of that so um so good on them Good, good. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think, you know, they're they're learning their course, and that's exactly what NXT is for, for them to get better, to be able to have these matches with anybody, even another team that's huge, you know. So yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad that went well. And like you said, um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Bobby Fish here. I'll take that segment. And, like, what's, what's fantastic is that you got a guy like Fish who, you know, he worked in ROH, he's worked in Japan, he's worked all over, and just like Owens, Finn, Sammy, he's another guy to come into NXT to just one more step to 
you know, helping that brand become better. And I think this guy coming in, you know, let's see what he has for NXT because I can automatically see him as a guy who's going to headline shows there. And I want yep. I want to see him in Rude for that title. And hopefully we get that down the line. Yeah, I mean, it just... Um it's great when you know, like, and the with the internet and everything right now, like, pretty much everybody, especially at Full Sail, knows when an indie guy comes in, like, right. they already know them, which is really good um, to help them elevate in that brand, build that brand of NXT for some people that may not know but watch NXT, and that way when they get to the main roster, they're they're a star. Right. Um, yeah, I, I was, I didn't know actually until you told me. I was like, oh. Well, shit. <laughs> that's, that's um, because I, I know him and I know he was uh, world champ in, in ROH. So right. I was like, all right, well, cool. NXT is just so full of these awesome workers. Like, it just makes me excited for the future, mm -hmm. uh, which is exactly what NXT should do. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a, there was just a brief, I think, three-month period where it was like, okay, NXT's got a huge rebuilding uh, that they're going to yeah. have to do. And I feel like at this point, okay, we got people that are going to compete for the tag titles. We got people that are going to compete for the women title and uh, the NXT title. So I'm glad, I'm glad we're actually, you know, going back to progression. And I think hopefully, I hope uh, fish lasts a long time at NXT and then uh, can move up to the main roster because I, I like his work and he's different enough and his look is different. Yeah, I mean, a good uh, year, year and a half in NXT, I think, would would do great. He, I mean, he, Roderick Strong, and Drew McIntyre could be the those three guys in the next 18 months that are just going to keep building NXT, because I feel like right. Rude has got to be coming up pretty soon. I, I, think, I, like. think, I think Rude's probably right at the beginning of winter. I think that's when he'll be coming. Probably, yeah. So he's I'd, got like I'd a agree. season left, like, you know, a fall season uh, feuding right. with somebody, and then he's probably going to move up about winter. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, yeah, good yeah. things looking for uh, NXT on the horizon. Good deal, good deal. All right, well, um, let's let's get into this uh, battleground uh, preview we got there. How about you uh, run the card at me? Yeah, yeah. So we have uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Baron Corbin, a uh, grudge match. They've uh, just been beating the crap out of each other on SmackDown, not actually having a match. So right. uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Baron Corbin. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the tag team title match, the New Day taking on the champions, the Usos. Day one is. We have, we have day one is H. Day one uh, is we have H. Five way elimination match uh, to be number one contender uh, for the women's championship. Charlotte versus Becky Lynch versus Tamina versus Natalia versus Lana. Okay. Uh, then we have a United States championship match. Owens, the challenger, taking on new champion AJ Styles. Mm -hmm. A flag on a pole match. John Cena taking on Rusev. And the main event for the WWE Championship, champion Jinder Mahal taking on Randy Orton in a Punjabi prison match. And that is Battleground. 
Nice, nice. Is there anything that really sticks out to you that you're excited to see? Um, I, I mean, the flag match I think will be good. Uh, mm. I enjoyed seeing the versus Rusev at WrestleMania a couple years ago. I think that'll be really good. Right. Um, I am actually looking forward to Shinsuke and Baron to see what they can do, uh, what they can create with each other. Um, I think will be with both their styles. I feel like is going to either work really well or might not come off very well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, uh, I'm with you. I feel like it's going to go either either, either way. There's not really going to be an in-between. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I love what they're doing on SmackDown where it's like, oh, they're about to wrestle. No, they're not because they just keep fighting. Um, as, long, as long as the match, I feel, comes out as intense as they're portraying on the TV show, like, don't wrestle. I want you all to fight, but keep it... Keep it fair enough where you don't get DQ'd. That's what I want out of that match. Um, and I'm with you about Rusev Cena. I'm interested in this match just for the sake to see who actually gets the pin for, or the win because yeah. because I feel like you know Rusev just coming back, Cena just coming back. I don't know who needs that win more. To be honest, right. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And obviously prison Punjabi, I mean, everybody get your fireball cause we're going to have to get three sheets into the wind to get through this bad boy. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, it's going to be interesting. So it's the one, two, third time gender versus Randy Orton. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, I hope this is the last time. I think, because... I think it is the last time, um, and I also, the one thing I'll give the match credit is that the previous ones always had great Kali, so you knew what you were getting. Um, yeah. But at least this one, I feel like they could do something that can change this match from being like, oh, to, okay, that was watchable. Yeah. So that's a, that's my, uh, my take from this. Um, any other things yeah. about Battleground? Gotcha. Oh, no, I was going to comment on that, that, yeah, it's either going to be a, hey, sweet, that was a that was a Punjabi prison match, or, yep, that was a Punjabi prison match. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's either going to go, oh, man, that wasn't so bad, we'll see another one down the line, or it's, okay, we'll see you in another 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's only been three. Oh, and God. And last time was with the great Kali, so. Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy, great Kali. Um, cool deal. Uh, we also did get one question to be asked, and I'll uh, get your opinion. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, we did get a question. Um, so AJ Styles won the U.S. title at M MSG at a house show. Do you think that was the right call, or should they have saved it for TV? No, um, I actually I like that that happened because it just keeps the aura of anything can happen at any time any place yeah i'm i'm with um, you 100 percent there i mean it's been it's been a while i mean i'm sure another time that has happened i do remember one time way back in the day um and i believe chris jericho won the intercontinental title once at a house show and i remember tuning into raw and i was like oh chris jericho's a champion and they were like yeah he won at a house show last night or whatever and it's just like Oh wow! Anything can happen, and that I thought, you know, as a kid, that's when I was watching. So, um, so I like I like that idea of the 
having a title change on a house show. Yeah, I agree. I think I think it does give you it gives you know a little bit more meaning for house shows. So, like you said, anything and, can happen. And plus, it's MSG. So, like, even though it was a house show, like it's Madison Square Garden, so it's already just like a big show anyway. Yeah, it's the know? garden. So, Something's got to happen at the garden. Yeah, the garden. Um, so. The only thing, the only critique I will give them for doing that, you have a whole entire network. How about since after you announced, why, why, why can't I not watch the match on the network right now? Good call. Yeah, like, I agree. Exclusive content. Uh, and it could be a week later. You could be like, oh, man, guess what? Next week we will be putting that uh, match on in its entirety on the network. That's yeah. Uh, I hadn't even thought about that, but yeah, you're right. I mean, you have this network with all this other stuff. You are obviously filming it because there's footage of it happening. So, you know, let's let's see that match, man. Right. Um, if I'm correct, it's not this Sunday that's Battleground. It's next Sunday, right? Uh, no, it's this Sunday. It's this Sunday. Yeah. Holy crap. Okay, well, this this episode will come out, and then next week's episode, we'll have a full review of Battleground, let you know what we thought of it. Okay, cool deal. Cool deal, people. Well, uh, Joey, thank you for uh, co-hosting this bad mamma jamma with me. Well, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Uh, of course. Of course. You want to plug anything before we go? Uh, yeah, like I said, if uh, you're in the 757 area, Check out uh, pushcomedytheater.com. There's shows every Friday and Saturday night at 8 and 10 p.m., only five American dollars. So uh, come out and have a awesome, uh, funny night of uh, comedy. It is a good time. You get to watch a like improv show Saturday Night Live-ish, and they sell beer. So, I mean, like it's a good time. Um, we are take it home. Remember, go to our Gmail, take it at take it home 757 at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, take it home pod. Go to Facebook, take it home. Uh, we have an Instagram for the entire channel. It's uh, podcasting couch underscore. No, it's yeah, no, podcasting underscore couch. Whatever, it's new. Kiss my grits. Just search for it. You'll find it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, just search it. Shut your noise. Uh, make sure you listen to all the episodes that come out of this show um, at uh, podcastingcouch.podbean.com. Uh, once again, thank you for listening, and we will catch you next week. <laughs>